Good evening, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 22 of the Matt and Matt O-Scale Train podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Rochford, and with me as always is my co-host, Matt Suzuha. Matt, how are you doing tonight? Fantastic. How about yourself, man? I'm doing fine, thank you. Good. Good. So tonight, uh, we kind of decided that we would talk about, or I should say, do a, do a continuation of a topic that we covered in the past, that topic being command control. However, tonight, we're going to go into something a bit more complicated, and that would be just advanced command control. So we're going to go past the basics of command control, right? Turn the knob for, for throttle, push the button, make the horn go off, like, you know, give something an ID, you know, stuff past that. Stuff that's advanced things that you can do with your command system that is either buried in the manual somewhere or perhaps it's like a hidden Easter egg kind of thing that you can do, like fun stuff like that. Uh, so I'll go ahead, unless you have anything, Matt, you wanted to say before we get started, or do you want me to just uh, go ahead and uh, and uh, and uh, get right on top of it? Let's go to it. All right. I'm going to start out with uh, Lionel Legacy. Now, just to keep a note, things that we talk about tonight, if I say it's an advanced feature on one system, it might be available on the other. So I'm not trying to single one out. I'm just kind of going down the list of things that I consider to be advanced commands or advanced setups on each one so there is a recording feature on lionel legacy uh in the lionel legacy command system and it's something that i consider to be kind of fun because there's one thing that's kind of missing from lionel and that that is kind of the like the like the the best comparison would be on the DCS would be like the uh, like the subway, the trolley mode and the subway mode where you can kind of just hit a button and it goes through all the stops. It makes, you know, it slows down, speeds up, uh, kind of a fire and forget kind of functionality. Well, that's not really available uh, on legacy by default. Uh, there's uh, not that I'm aware of. There, there's really nothing that allows you to do that. And I, I think it's kind of a fun little thing to do. And the recording feature actually allows you to do something like that. Um, I'm going to kind of explain, you know, in general how you do it. Uh, but if you wanted to get something more, a, a better picture of like how exactly it's done, or maybe you want some visualization, uh, there's plenty of uh, resources on YouTube to do that. So, but if you notice on the bottom left of your legacy remote, there is actually a little record button and it's easier than you think. It's basically what happens is, is you hit the record button and what the legacy remote will do or, you know, the legacy system is it will, it will remember right after hitting the record button, all of the commands that you input into the legacy remote. Now that includes everything like switching to a station sounds diner and clicking on the, uh, you know, the announcement button, uh, breaking, uh, blowing the whistle, activating the bell, 
changing the throttle speed, uh, you know, anything, any functionality that requires the remote, you know, to either use one of the, you know, actual function keys or to actually use one of the soft keys, it's going to go ahead and remember that functionality. So I'll give you an example. Uh, we have a passenger train. This passenger train has a, so it's a legacy steam engine. Let's, let's just use that as an example. And this legacy steam engine has a station sounds diner on it. Okay. And you want to, you want to set up something to where, well, I want to set it up. So just, it makes maybe four loops and then it triggers a, you know, uh, the conductor is going to say, you know, a next stop coming up. Right. And then it's going to stop. Uh, the announcement uh, for the train is going to come on, you know, whatever, you know, the, uh, the Santa Fe chief uh, is now arriving, something like that. Uh, and then it'll go through more conductor things. And then uh, the engineer will say, you know, do its own kind of spiel with the, with the, with the dispatch and stuff like that, and then take off again. So what you would do is you would use the legacy remote. You would hit record and you would do all this functionality while, so you can, you, you kind of, you can do it while it's standing still uh, at a, at a, you know, at a, you know, a, a zero speed, or you can start this recording while it's moving as well. Uh, and what you do is you'll just end up putting that like in a loop. So, um, so you can do it while it's kind of, you know, uh, not moving, you can do the announcement. So you would go into the stations, you would hit record, you would go into the station sounds diner, you would hit the announcement button, you would hit the conductor button. Uh, you would go back to the engine, you would do whatever, you know, dispatch or, you know, uh, you know chat that you want to do there. And then you would activate, you know, you would maybe blow the whistle two times and you would activate the throttle, right? So you bring up the throttle up to whatever kind of running speed you want it at. You would go back into, you know, use the train link button, go back into the station sounds diner, do all of the function of voice functionality there, and then go back into the train, maybe have it do a couple loops run your layout and then slowly bring it to a stop. And then you would hit the you know record button again to end the recording. So what happens now is the the legacy will remember all of those. It kind of creates a script, right? Like a like a a function script of all of the commands that you put in it. And when you play that script back, it will basically start exactly where it was and start doing all the functionality. So if you were stopped when you started it. You probably want to be stopped when you started it again. And when you hit play, you can put the remote down and it will actually do all of the things that you just told it to do. Go around, uh, you know, do all the vo all, all the voices and everything like that. And, you know, the throttle and then break and then come do a stop again. And I think you can put it in a loop. Is, is that true, Matt? Yeah, you can do that. The, the key command to do that is really weird, though. What I've how I've gotten it to work is you do the recording like the first time you do the recording you I believe you press and hold the record button for like I think it's five seconds and it'll say looping or something like that on the top. Okay, but I think it's like that's like the only way you could do it. Like you have to record it and then loop it. 
So you can't like record it, come back 20 minutes later and loop it. I don't think you could do that. Okay, gotcha. Okay. And again, you know, I don't have the, you know, the the instruction manual in front of me or anything. And it's, it'd be too difficult for us to kind of give you, you know, exact instructions. So uh, the recording feature, it can be found in the, in the legacy manual. And like I said, there are a couple of guys out there who made some videos on how to do the recording feature. Um, we're, didn't you do a recording feature, man? <laughs> yeah. When you were talking about subways, I'm like, come on, dude. I did one. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll have to link it in the show notes, yeah, but no, I did one. Uh, I've got a couple legacy subways. Yeah. I did that exact feature because like you, I was upset and still am upset that Lionel does not do like an auto mode like MTH does. Yep. So that's like the next closest thing is to do a recording. Okay. So that's what I did. Okay. Yeah. I thought, I thought you did. There, there's a couple of yeah. resources, yeah. but, but uh, yeah, I'm like, I know I'm pretty sure I watched that video with Matt. So yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, that would be probably one of the, you know, more fun features that I enjoy on a legacy remote because it kind of fills a gap that, you know, like, like Matt said, like, you know, it fills a gap that's kind of missing from Lionel trains, which is like that subway mode. And yes, yes, we said the word. Yes, you know, we, we already did. We used it as an example, you know, mm-hmm. so sorry, everybody. Don't, that, don't, that, don't kill us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. We said it. I'll beep some of the words out. Okay. So, uh, but anyway, moving on. So that's one thing that I enjoy, um, and I believe um, I'm not going to jump over there right now, but I believe DCS does have a similar functionality uh, as well, and I think you can do it even uh, in the DCS Wi-Fi app as well. So you can, and one catch with Lionel, the record you can only do each legacy. The cab remote will have its own recording. So if you have only one remote, you can only do one recording per remote. Okay, so it only it only remembers it only has memory for one recording. Yes. Okay, but DCS doesn't have three? Yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's three yeah, three or four I or something it's like three. that. Okay. All right. All right. Well, so I'm gonna move on to a couple other things too. And and these aren't just things that, you know, I'm just kind of pulling out of a hat here. These are just things that I kind of marked down as things that I consider to be advanced command control, but things that are fun, right? You know, things that are really cool to use on your layout. Um, one of those things would be uh, the LCS, uh, the LCS track. So the sensor track. Mm-hmm. And I will segue that into the Wi-Fi, but let me just talk about the LCS sensor track for a minute. So, um, this is a really cool little piece of track. It's it's a half straight, so it's f- it's five inches in length, and it has a sensor built into it. And you basically just replace that with you know, you know, you can just get another five inch fast track, and uh, you know, plug them together, and you can just replace one of the ten inch straights or something on your fast track system. They do make a modified one where you can put it in. Um, on other third-party tracks, so you can you can mount the sensor like on Atlas track and stuff like that. Um, that that is possible. Uh, for this for this example, I'm just gonna just go along with Fast Track because Fast Track is the track that I use. So uh, it's fairly easy to install, uh, but you do 
when you install it, you do have to run the, the feeder wires down into kind of the LCS daisy, ch daisy chain. And all of this kind of plugs into your, into your legacy base via, I believe it's like a serial port, the serial port on the, on the legacy base. Now, the cool thing about this is you only need to have one power. Like you can, like Lionel kind of was smart about this and they just made it so you could just daisy chain all these things together because there's obviously there's more than just one type of LC. There's, there's LCS sensor track, there's Wi-Fi, there, there are, um, uh, ser uh, serial controllers. You can, you can use it to like, uh, hook up your switches to that and change, uh, you know, like, um, actually automate your switches from, uh, from the, uh, the LCS app. Uh, you can have it trigger, uh, buildings like accessories on the layout and stuff like that. So they made a lot of different types of, uh, LCS compatible, um, hardware pieces out there. Now I have an, I have, so I have two LCS, uh, sensor tracks and I have the LCS Wi-Fi. So I have all mine daisy chained together and, um, going, bouncing back to the LCS, uh, sensor track. So I use this for two things. Now, what it is, it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little, um, you know, it's a little, it's again, it's a track with a little sensor on it. And when a legacy compatible engine or, you know, an, an, uh, something else that has the LCS um, in sensor on it rolls past this, you can have it trigger different things. As far as I know, engines have it um, after a certain date. I think we had brought this up before, but I think it's like after 2013 or 2014. Like uh, 20, 2010 was when that 2010. Was. Okay. Uh, and yeah. then all all like all uh, vision lines have it um, from mm -hmm. the very start. Uh, and then there are, uh, I believe, legacy station sounds diners have it. And then there's even a, a sensor like a PS1 boxcar as well. But um, I'll just for an ex I'll just use an engine as an example for this one. So when the engine rolls over it, you can trigger like a, something to happen. You can have it. Uh, blow uh, the whistle twice. You can have it do a crossing whistle. So, so Lionel actually put a crossing whistle signal uh, into the LCS uh, track triggering system. So you don't have to actually do the crossing signal manually on your legacy engine. You can the LCS track will trigger it, and then it'll automatically blow the crossing signal. So. Um, I have mine set up and you can have it do other things too. You can have it uh, trigger like the, the, you know, the dispatch uh, um, chatter, stuff like that. Um, I use it for the cross signal uh, and I have two of them. Uh, one is on each loop. So I have one on my outer loop and one on my inner loop. And again, I just use them for the crossing signal. So now the other thing that I use them for is, at one point, Lionel stopped putting the little legacy modules with their engines. You'll have to correct me if I'm wrong. I, I don't remember. 2018 or something like that. Yeah, it seems like maybe maybe 16. 16, yeah, one of those. Anyway. Something like that. But they stopped putting the little um, module that allowed you to load the legacy remote with the you know, the information, you know, like the, the type of engine, the name of the engine, the road number, all of the legacy settings, stuff like that. 
Well, what's kind of cool with this LCS track is it kind of duplicates that, but it's even easier. It's easier than the module because what happens is, let's say I buy a new legacy engine. I put it on the track. I, I give it an ID. So let's say I give it ID 10 uh, for as an example. I don't touch anything else on it. You know, but I think by default, all engines are like set up as like cab one, like uh, diesel engines or something like that. I think that's the yeah. default. Yeah. So you don't touch anything else. You give it an ID. You you turn it off. You, you put it into program mode. You turn it, you know, you turn your, your layout back on. You, you turn the engine on. And all you do is you throttle up, you know, do it slowly because it's in cab one. So now the controls aren't as precise. All you have to do is roll that engine over the LCS track. And what will happen is right when those sensors meet, the engine sends its information to the LCS track. And the LCS track sends that inf- that that engine's information right into your legacy remote. So as you roll over it, bam. The name will change. The road number will change. It'll it'll automatically become legacy for the sound system and the control. Um, it'll give it whatever name you know the you know Santa Fe, you know thirty seven fifty one, you know forty four Northern, whatever. Uh, and so I use it as that. I use it to program my my engines. Uh, now this only works again. This only works on uh, engines that have the sensor track. So just keep that in mind. Um, and to kind of segue from that, I'll go right into the, my LCS Wi-Fi. So I have the Wi-Fi system and that uh, again, kind of daisy chains into the whole LCS track. I'm sorry, the LCS daisy chaining system. And what that allows me to do is it allows me to like how DCS Wi-Fi works. You use a, um, a program on your phone called iCab and iCab Lionel iCab is kind of like the more advanced version of Lion Chief. Let's just put it that way. Now, very, very advanced version of Lion Chief. Um, however, some of the pitfalls with this are number one, it is only available on Android. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. It is only available on Apple iOS. They they never made an Android iCap app for, and they should. What for reason? I reasons I have no idea why you would make one app for half of what the half of the population use and not make it for the others. I I have no idea. Um, yeah, same. I don't get that. However, I'll be perfectly honest with you and say that the iCap app is not super well done uh i agree it is very quirky to use i've used it um it the one thing i like about it though is you can actually go into your you can go into a database section it'll it'll read you know all of the the engines that you programmed into your into your legacy remote into your base and it'll give you a complete listing of all of them and all their ids so that's actually kind of cool because then if you don't remember something or if you want to kind of take a look at your complete listing of of engines and IDs, you can, uh, I believe it's the roster button. If you click the roster button and you can sort it by like steam engines and diners and diesel engines. And I think you can even sort it by, by, uh, by name and stuff like that. 
Uh, so that's kind of a, kind of a bonus thing. You know, if you, you wanted to kind of use it like that and just kind of look at your roster and stuff like that. Um, you, everything is obviously a soft key because it's, you know, it's on your phone. So it's all touch. It, it, it's okay. It's not bad. It's okay. Uh, the throttle to me is very sensitive. Um, yeah, I've gone, that's the part of I've gone from like, you know, two scale miles to like 50 scale miles, with uh with a bad finger swipe <laughs> uh, it's kind of like dcs's uh you know like speedometer but worse <laughs> um you know because at least the dcs is, is kind of round so it's kind of hard to you know uh you know really kind of crank it up but on the icab app yeah it's it, you can accidentally like go from like two to like 50 scale miles per hour and you're like oh man hold on how do i break this thing and then you're trying to figure out how to slow it down. So uh, it needs some work. Uh, I've heard rumors. Again, these are just rumors. I've heard rumors that they're they're working on like either a new version or revising the iCab app. Um, I've heard that too, but I heard them like five years ago. I know. Well, so. what they need to do <laughs> is they need to just merge everything into one app. Like get yeah. rid of Lion Chief. You right? Get, or keep lion chief and call it lion chief icab or something and just have one app that runs everything and if mm-hmm. you have the lcs wi-fi it unlocks advanced features yeah right there you go i mean that's kind of the easiest way to do it so yeah i agree yeah I, and, and again i don't want people to think that like you know i don't like it uh, uh, the iCab app, I do like it because um, I like running things with Wi-Fi as well, um, especially like, you know, with with kids and stuff or somebody who's not, um, you know, sometimes you give people a legacy remote. And they're like, I, I, I'm, I'm scared to use this thing. I don't know what this thing does, you know, but if you if you load something up on their phone, they're like, oh, yeah, OK, you know, I get this. This is easy to use now. So there's a benefit to using, you know, smartphone apps to, to run trains. And that's becoming oh, yeah. more and more apparent, right? Because Lionel seems to be very, very, very uh, uh, keen on um, advancing their uh, Bluetooth app and doing more advanced things with uh, their their Lion Chief app. So, so maybe that's the direction they're going. I don't know. Maybe it could yeah. be. Probably. So at this point, um, I will go ahead and let you take over, Matt, and you can talk about some of the uh, advanced command control stuff that you like. All right. So for me, I uh, will start with legacy. And really, I think there's a couple that you hit on that I really absolutely agree with. And there's, I mean, I agree with them all, but then there's a couple that I think are really cool. So uh, the first one, talking about the recording. And yeah, the recording is really, it's, I mean, not just for subways, but just for, for anything, you know, for you could do it with any engine you want, sounds, diners, whatever. That's really cool, and I love that. Um, the uh, uh, LCS, the iCab, Wi-Fi, all that stuff. That stuff's all really cool, and uh, I think that that's a lot of fun. Like I said, the iCab app doesn't need work. It's not perfect by any means, but it's pretty good for what it gets the job done. You know what I mean? Like If you want a phone or a legacy remote on your phone, that's about the closest you'll get, but... Uh, that's pretty cool. Um, there's a couple in there that I uh, wanted to add. Uh, the first was the uh, train link button. So what's cool about the train link button is that when you use it, uh, you use it when you have the 
an engine and a sound equipped car, a, a reefer, a station sounds car, whatever it is, uh, in a train, which is Lionel's term for a lash up. And so what that does is you throw the engine in a lash up and the instructions show you how to do this. You click the train link button and what that does, it'll link anything you have that is a compatible with the train link option. So that's engines, cars, whatever. And you can access all of their features, the crew talk, the sounds, the horn bell uh, for your uh, cars, like your tank cars or whatever. Uh, you can do the loading on unloading sequences and all that stuff. It's, it's really cool. And it makes it easier than when you're in a lash up, having to put the engine number in and go through all the trouble of doing that. You just click one button and there you go. So that's a really cool feature that one. And then also another one I really like is the uh, train brake. So what that one does is you can, there's a button in the remote to do this as well, but you, uh, what that does is it will increase the labor effects on the engine itself. So when you pull the slider down, it will increase the labor. You'll get more bass out of the sound system, which Lionel engines are already bassy enough. But when you throw that in there, it's like, holy cow, it rattles your table in some instances. Um, that one's really cool. But what it also does, it also kind of sets a maximum speed for the engine. Because on the legacy mode, when you pull the slider down, you'll, there's a bar just below the speed bar. And that bar will get closer and closer to the left side of the remote. So when you go to speed up, that kind of sets like a maximum speed. It won't go further than what you have the train brake set to. So that's just something to know about. So it's kind of a safety thing and it's a feature thing. So that's pretty cool. Uh, one note on that is with the lash ups and the uh, sound cars. When you put the train brake on, very low you can actually get the cars to squeal and squeak around curves without constantly having the brake sounds go off so i do that that's really a cool feature uh, what do you think on these matt you like them all that's that that's true i actually i actually like um it's interesting you bring brought up the train brake um because i like doing that when i have um so if i have a couple of the legacy equipped uh like my the best example would be like my tank cars so i'm if i have my my uh my my uh vision line tank cars hooked up and i slowly apply the train brake it sounds so great because it, it sounds like an actual like oh, freight yeah. train stopping you get that can i i don't, I don't want to do it on the podcast here because i don't i don't <laughs> I don't want to get, I don't want people to get angry at me, but you get that yeah. super high squeal and it just, you can have it do that like really slow and for like a really long time until it like actually mm -hmm. comes to, until you actually pull the train brake all the way fully down, right? To fully engage the brakes. Yeah. And then you can kind of get that, like that, that really high pitched stopping squeal. And, um, and then you can do the exact opposite to get it going again. And uh, you're right. You you get such a great like um like it's not only a great visual thing to, to see happen, but the audio in it is like just fantastic. Yeah, not to go on a segue on those tank cars because we both have them. Yep, they are fantastic 
cars, the audio out of those things is, I think they're better than the reefers. They are fantastic cars. The sounds on those are bar none, probably the best sounds I heard out of a sounds car. They are great. I, I agree. I agree with you. I think they are definitely better. Well, number one, you get you, you get two car two cars in the in the three car bundle have sounds as opposed mm-hmm. to one car in the reefers. That's true. Yeah. And uh, another thing that I wanted to touch on, and I know our buddy Johnny, he's our number one fan. <laughs> so here's your shout out, Johnny. He uh, he wanted us to talk about uh, switch control. So I was thinking I'll hit on that real quick. So we'll talk about Lionel, and then we'll move on to MTH a little bit later. But with Lionel, there's three different types of uh, switch control options. So there's the ASC controller, and that's a unit that allows you to do switches and accessories. So with that box, you can do, I believe it's four switches or six accessories. And then they also have another box, which is just for switches, the uh, SC2, uh, SC1 and 2, uh, same thing. Um, those That box allows you to do, I believe it's six switches. And... The nice thing about that is, is you can control the switches, any switch, MTH, Lionel, Gargraves, whatever make it is, through the Legacy or TMCC remote. All you do is you assign it the switch and ID like you would an engine. So you use the switch menu, punch in the ID you want, and use the AUX1, AUX2 keys um, to do that. So any of those boxes, you can use them. Uh, the older style, the SC series, and the... Um, the ASC two, um, those were all uh, ASC. Sorry, let me let me start that again. All right, three, two, one. So for the Lionel part, they have the SC series and the ASC uh, unit for switch control. So the SC series and the ASC, um, you can all use those with Legacy or TMCC. However, in the LCS series, like we talked about with the Wi-Fi unit and the sensor tracks, they have the ASC2, which is an updated version of the ASC. Uh, it's basically the same thing, just in the blue box that all the other LCS modules come in. Uh, that is only compatible with Legacy, uh, just so everybody's aware on that. But it's basically Lionel's version of the AIU for MTH. Uh, no, th- those, those are actually really, really cool. And, um, one thing I noticed too, that, that, you know, just kind of going on Johnny's, uh, uh, mentioning that he wanted to uh, hear about our, uh, you know, command switches and doing stuff like that is, uh, just, bu- and, and I'm, I'm pretty sure Lionel has the same thing. In fact, I, in fact, I, I know they do, but, um, you can actually set up routes. And what I mean by yes, that you is you don't have to like, just say, well, I got this one. I got this one switch. You know, I, I can go through and I can I can trigger this one switch, right? Or you can create a route, and what that is is it is a more than one switch, right? So you can set a route so that multiple switches all trigger at the same time. So let's just say you had like three loops, right? And in order to get a uh, an engine from the inner loop to the outer loop, uh, 
the you know three three switches need to trigger you know um so what you can do is while that train's going around before it gets to the turnout you can go on your remote whether it be dcs or lionel and and i don't know if it's called the same thing on both i don't remember but um you can say you know let's do you know the outer loop route and if you click that it will actually trigger all of the appropriate switches right at the same time so now your train can go you know you know right from the inner loop to the outer loop and you don't have to you don't have to sit there and remember like okay what switch was that and like what switch do i hit to get that in there you could just call the switch like inner to outer or something like that so you know like uh you know or that that route you know specific to how you want the train to move and now you remember that and now it you know works for you every time so and yes, it's the same on both. Okay, it's cool. It's called route. routes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yep. All right. In fact, I, I when I had my a, AIU hooked up and I had all my uh, switches hooked up to the AIU, I actually created a couple of routes and it actually worked very well. Um, cool. I do have some command switches. I, <laughs> I just I I switch everything by hand. I, I'm sorry, I'm lazy, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just faster for me to just. I mean, um. You know, the switches that the only switches that I really move are the ones that are just like really close to me anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know, it makes sense for me just to do it by hand. You know, there there are a couple of remote switches. Uh, I mean, a couple of switches that are farther away from me that I do that I can use the remote for, but I don't really trigger those switches all that much. So, you know, it doesn't matter anyway. But but if you uh, if you have a large layout, I I, I can see the huge benefit in not only just having, you know, command control switches, but setting up routes and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Like, if you got, like, a complicated, like, reversing loops or, like, a yard, large yard or something like that, yeah. like a yard lead, you can, yeah, throw a bunch of switches to get where you need to go, and off you are. It's really cool. Yep, absolutely. All right, so uh, we'll transition up to MTH now and kind of their uh, features of their system. So much like Lionel, it's basically the same kind of things as Lionel with the, you know, the Wi-Fi system, the switches, uh, lash ups, that sort of thing. Um, a couple catches, though, with uh, MTH and the way they do things. So the first is with the recording feature on MTH. So on MTH, like we mentioned before, they have three different recording options that you can do. So you can do three different recordings per per remote or app whichever and then what you can do is those much like the line is set to the phone or the remote that they're being used for so if you were to delete all the stuff and re-put it on you'd still have all the recordings but it would be stored in each uh remote actually no correction three two one uh one thing to note with the recordings on the remote and the app for mth it's stored in the tiu not in the remote so you would have to factory reset the tiu to delete those recordings and you can obviously write over them but you can only do uh three per tiu Uh, another thing with the lash ups and with mth they don't have any sound cars so there's no train link button or anything like that uh the one annoyance in i tested this a while ago i don't know if it's changed since but i don't think it has is 
on any Proto 3 or late model Proto 2 after like 2006, I think, they all have the grade crossing sequence on them. However, the catch is that when you put the engine in a lash up, doesn't matter if you got two of the same with a grade crossing or the lead engine only has a grade crossing, doesn't matter. You will not get that feature in there. Why? I have no idea. Uh, that one is just a quirk that I don't know. What do you think, Matt? I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I agree with you, Matt. Like it, 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 it kind of stinks when you when you do lash ups like that where you lose a lot of functionality. Um, I don't understand why they. I don't understand why why they do that because you still have a lead engine, right? It still knows like what engine is the lead engine. So why yeah. does it why does it remove like features like that? I don't understand. So. I don't know. And not to not to circle back on subways real quick, but I know my buddy DJ, he's got the uh 1964 World's Fair. He's got the uh R36 and then he's got the R33 single set. And he wanted to run the two together for an 11 car train. And you need two powered units to do it. So much like you lose the grade crossing on a regular steam or diesel engine, on a subway you lose your auto mode when you put it in the lash up which I mean, it's not the end of the world because you don't really do it a lot anyway. But in a case where you need two powered cars to do it, you lose that. So that kind of sucks. Yeah, forget that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need, I need my, I need my auto mode. <laughs> yeah. Right. Auto mode. <laughs> yeah. I, I need my subway trolley. I only run my subways in, in subway trolley mode. Like I don't run them any other way. So there you go. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to catch on uh, was we're going to talk about MTH and their switch uh, accessory control unit. So for them, they use the AIU, which is the accessory interface unit. And what's nice about this is unlike Lionel, you get more bank of switches and accessories to control. So on the AIU, there's a bank of 10 accessory ports and a bank of 10 switch ports. So you can hook up 10 switches and 10 accessories to the AIU and you can do 10 of them instead of six or four with the Lionel devices. So that's kind of cool. And uh, one thing on that is that in the manual for um, accessory, the accessory unit, they don't really say you can do this, but you can. Um, it's in the DCS companion, which is an addendum to the manual written by Barry Braskowitz. And if you have not checked out those books, please do. They are fantastic. I, I agree. Um, I have, I have, uh, I have a second one. I have the, oh yeah. Uh, the second uh, version. So, and I, I love it. Oh yeah. But, uh, you can actually do track power through the AIU and that's what I'm going to do on my layout. I've got, uh, engine stalls that I'm going to run track power through. So I can control them through the phone app. So that'd be really cool, and that's something you can do, which is neat. the the only The only caveat I'd put on the AIU is that I hope you have like a magnifying glass. <laughs> oh yeah, the, it's a tiny. Oh tiny my thing. gosh, those tiny little. Oh my gosh, I believe that they're like spring loaded, right? So that you just, you kind of push down and it like it holds it in there. Yeah. Yeah, but they're so freaking small. I remember like wiring up all my switches to my AIU. 
Now, it might be different if your AIU is like out in like in the open somewhere. We can see it, but mine was like upside down underneath my layout. <laughs> yeah, that's how I'm gonna mount mine. Uh, all I can tell you is do the wiring first. Oh yeah, and then uh, but even be careful. After I mean, like mine was like almost fully wired. Like you need to be careful because, like, if one of those things pop out or two of them pop out, you're gonna be like, well, wait a minute, which where does which one go? <laughs> Um, but well, you uh, know what? Here, I had, a, I had a thought with this, and what I'm going to do with this, this is smart thinking on my part, is from my command control switches. See, I'm old school. I want to do everything with the phone app, so I want to be able to run the command switches through the legacy remote, the MTH remote, and the uh, manual remotes that you get with the switch. Gotcha. But what I'm going to do is for access to the switch, so I don't have to undo all those wires every time. I'm going to buy little plugs that you can buy like from DigiKey for like upgrades, legacy upgrades and TMCC upgrades, stuff like that, and run those. So that way it'll just be a small amount of wire and then a plug. So hopefully I won't have to have that issue. So I don't know. We'll see. Gotcha. All right. So now since we're on DCS, um, you know, we definitely have to talk about the DCS Wi-Fi app, which compared to the iCab app on Lionel, is about a thousand times better so we i'm oh, sure yeah. we can all That's agree right. with that right um also it's available on both platforms so it's available on ios and android as well um i tend to like my normal kind of uh, when i'm running my trains my normal kind of work you know workflow or whatever you want to call it uh is i usually run my legacy engines with my legacy remote and I run my DCS engines with my DCS Wi-Fi app. Same. Um, I do on occasion use my DCS remote for certain things. Um, so I, I do use that on occasion. But um, for the most part, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just easier to to um, just use the DCS app because it's it's easy to use. Um, it's easy to get it around in. All the controls are, you know, like triggering, like the the PFA sequence is really easy to do. Um, And I enjoy it. I think it's, if you have a DCS system, um, I would definitely, now I know the whole thing with MTH and getting DCS and TIUs and stuff like that is a little bit difficult, but they're coming out with a a TIU uh, and a WIU kind of merged together. So it's like one piece of hardware. Which, you know, when they first come out, they're probably going to be super expensive because people are going to try to, like, scalp them and stuff like that, most likely. But, oh, yeah. But uh, when the co- when that settles down, I'll probably pick up one um, and just replace my my old TIU and WIU with the, with the single unit and just keep my, I'm, uh, keep my keep my other ones as, like, a backup system. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do, too. Yeah, that's probably the, the way to do the way to do it so one thing that we did want to touch on in this episode was talking about running mth and lionel together and not so having both systems on the same layout at the same time but the cross compatibility with them and what i mean by that is with mth you can actually run lionel engines tmcc and legacy with the phone app or the Wi-Fi unit by using a cable that MTH sells to connect either the legacy or the TMCC base to the TIU 
and have the features of the engine. That's a really cool feature, Matt. Don't you yep. agree? Yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, one catch to that, though. Now, the commands that are in the TIU are only TMCC level commands. So the difference between TMCC and Legacy, for those that don't know, I'll give you a quick little rundown. So it's 32 speed steps, no coolable horn, and you don't get a lot of the advanced features. So no train break, no train link, no none of that. With Legacy, you get all those all the Legacy features you can get on Legacy Remote, you can get with Legacy Engine. So with the DCS Remote, you only get your TMCC level features. With the Wi-Fi app and the Serial 2 module that Lionel sells with the Legacy Remote. So you got to have Legacy Remote and you got to have the Serial module that Lionel sells hooked up to the Wi-Fi unit from MTH. You cannot do this through the remote. Yep. Then you get access to all the Legacy features on the MTH app. Yep. So that's pretty cool. If MTH and Lionel would have came up with a standard, you know, things might be a little easier to run, but that that's okay. You know, it, it is what it is. So no, and it's, you know, it's for somebody that's new to the hobby, it's daunting. Sure. But you know, once you get into it, it's like our buddy of ours on a Facebook chat, you know, we were talking, he was trying to figure out how to get into it. And we're like, Hey, buy this, this, and this, and you're good to go. Yep. So, you know, it's uh, quick and easy. And once you get the hang of it, it's all good to go. Exactly. Yep. All right. Well, we're getting close to the hour mark here. So is there anything else that you wanted to bring up, Matt? No, I can't think of anything. Okay. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't think of anything either. And I think we co- I think we definitely covered, uh, number one, like a lot of the things that you and I both like and, you know, a lot of the advanced features. Now, what we've kind of talked about tonight is not, you know, the comprehensive list of advanced features, right? We probably just no. covered the the top layer, uh, you know, um, I would probably advise folks if you wanted to read the manuals, <laughs> um, buy Barry's uh, DCS companion app. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm Definitely sorry. Buy, that. buy his, his uh, companion document, or it's like a PDF, uh, which I believe you can still buy. Pick, yeah. pick that up. There is a lot of stuff that you can do with both DCS and legacy command control that we didn't cover tonight. So I don't know. I don't Maybe we need a part three. I don't know. But, yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, if you if you do, uh, I'd be interested to know um, if you do follow us or you follow us on Facebook, you know, let us know if there are any kind of features that you use that we did mention tonight. So, yeah, I'm kind of curious. Sure. Yep. All right, Matt, with that said, where can people find you on social media? They can find me on YouTube under Matt-TrainLover9943. You can also find me on Facebook under the same name. All right. Well, I can be found on YouTube at West Chicago Model Railroad. I'm under Facebook under the same name, West Chicago Model Railroad. And I'm also on Instagram under WCMRR. If you look that up, you'll find me. And as well, the Matt and Matt O'Skill Train podcast has a Facebook page and it is live. And I will put that link in the show notes as well. Uh, but if you just go onto Facebook and you search up, Matt and Matt O'Scale podcast. We will show up. Please follow us, like us, uh, leave some comments. Uh, again, like always, we're always looking for feedback. Uh, we're looking for people to please, uh, if you're on Apple, uh, write a review, give us a rating, 
Uh, that goes for any of the platforms that we're on. It really helps us, really helps the show, really kind of gets us into that algorithm. So so more people find our show uh, because, uh, you know, at this point, we're not stopping. Um, we're going to, in a couple of months here, we're going to come up on our one-year anniversary. Yeah, with that said, uh, Matt, uh, appreciate you coming on tonight and, uh, and uh, being an awesome co-host. And right. uh, folks, have a great evening. Take good care of that.